It's a Queens thing, baby. I wanna dance with you. Track masters, yeah. rock on. Hey, welcome to Lease FM. Today I'm joined by a coworker and a brilliant DJ, um, record scratcher. I don't actually know. Do you use records? I do not, okay. but I know how to use records. Uh, hypothetical DJ <laughs> record scratcher. Um, DJ Cash Era, who I met when she started at WGN, what, four or five months ago? Uh, I think it's almost been six now. Oh my God, yeah. time goes fast. Um, and she mentioned to me that she you know, DJed, which I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't know. Because everybody could DJ, hypothetically. Right. It's yeah. like I have an iPod and an aux cord. Okay, I'm DJ. Yeah, pretty much. But I feel like you probably do a little more than that. Definitely a lot more than that. Okay, yeah. good. And um, full disclosure, you were my first DJ, official DJ on yes, the show. perfect. So whatever you say is like going to be, you know. It's going to set the bar. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got it. No pressure. No it's pressure. Set the bar. It'll set the record. Ooh, pun. Too Ooh. early. I don't know. Um, but yeah, tell me a little bit about yourself because I only know you from here, WGN, your fellow producer. Um, but what? Wh- who are you? How did who you? Who am I? Maybe let's just start with like, when did music become a thing in your life? Oh my gosh, uh, music has been a thing in my life since before i was even like out of the womb yeah i mean because my mom yeah my mom is just always uh loved music and she was born in the late 70s so i mean like she's relatively young which means like she was always on top of like the newest songs and she was typically the the friend that you have that would be like hey you should check out this artist and we like, all the need artist, one of those friends right i but, have one of those a couple of those friends right and the thing with my mom was like she would like pick up on artists that people didn't notice until, like they got really big so like tony braxton john b r kelly like she would put her friends on like super early in the game and at first they'd be like yeah it's kind of whack mm-hmm. and then you know then they'd, they'd start winning like grammys and awards or whatever and they're like oh okay maybe Hearing this person is good mm-hmm. right so uh you know, she would always play music when I was in the womb, and yeah, uh, babies would naturally just react, you know, to whatever they like mm-hmm. and don't like. And then um, <laughs> when I was, you know, when I was younger, I, I loved to dance, and I would always just sing in the car, which irritated everybody because I could not sing, <laughs> but I would still do it anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. And what then, was like, your favorite song to sing to? Oh, my gosh. Or, um, like, artist. Backstreet Boys. Oh, hell yeah. Backstreet Boys. Um, I'm more of an instant girl, but it's I fine. want it that way. Mm-hmm. If it came on in the car and anybody else sang it with me, I would cry until they would stop singing. Like, that's how serious music oh, was. Oh, you were when I was, in it. Yeah, I was in it to win it. And it just, it grew up from there. Um, yeah, and then, like, all throughout high school, I mean, I feel like I just really leaned on music to mm-hmm. just keep me motivated because I was, I was, like, the nerd, the smart, scholarly one. Same. But, like, being so interested in music kind of made me cool yeah like i was able to pass you right know, a yeah, little yeah, bit. yeah for sure <laughs> um, oh girl i get you that's my yeah. whole life um, <laughs> so that was that was me and then uh once i hit college i went to columbia mm-hmm. like music in my life just took over took yeah off. yeah sweet okay well actually i'm um, just on that note i think i've told you this before but for the listening audience i won a high school radio award in 2002 nine or ten congratulations oh my god yeah still gloating about it as proven right now um but i won it for this um promo that i did for my friends totally now looking back really misogynistically themed show radio show on wednesday nights called man talk Okay? okay 
this will be relevant in a second. So basically, I recorded this this promo, and it was like, <clears throat> ever wonder what's really on your man's mind? Are you ever lost or confused by what he says or does? The answer to all of your questions is man talk. Tune in Wednesdays from 7 to 8 to get in on all the testosterone. And then I put like some cheesy music underneath it that was like royalty good, free. Though. That's good. I mean, fuck yeah for junior in high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. And so I submitted it, or my teacher submitted it or something. Anyway, long story short, I won. Which is funny and sad because I'm like, really, there were no other promos better than that in the entire state of <laughs> Illinois or whatever. And then um, my, my prize, though, was so that was like that took about five minutes to make. My prize was a, a tuition um, for a summer school class at Columbia. And I took oh, wow. intro to club DJing, nice. which was fun as hell. And you I remember was, who your teacher was. Uh, a, I don't know. Tell me some names. Uh, probably either have been DJ INC, he goes by Lavoie, or Sam Smith. Yeah. Sam? Old, older black dude? Yeah. Yes! Sam, Sam Stith, rather. Sam Stith, Stith. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was him, and he, like, he's kind of, like, snarky, kind of. Yes. So at one point, I was, like, hands down the whitest, nerdiest girl in this class, <laughs> you know, in a class of, you know, some, it was, like, kind of diverse, um, but we were all, like, high school kids just trying it out. Right. And he came up to me while I was doing, DJing something, kind of passing for a passable, listenable thing, which mm-hmm. most of my stuff wasn't. Uh like I beat matched right or something, you know, and he comes up and he's like, mm, mm, yeah, DJ Graham Cracker in the house. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, thank you. You I just like came it. up for my, with my screen name for the rest of my life. I like it. Yeah, right? Because my last one. name is Graham and I'm a cracker. I like it. Thank you. It's clever though. Yeah, right? And graham crackers are delicious though. Oh, like, fuck that yeah. That is good. I'm, I'm about to eat some of those. I Not wish right Sam would have gave me I my wish. DJ name. I went through a struggle to get Re- it. Oh, let's talk about that. Back to you because you're the subject of this podcast. No, you're fine. Surprisingly like not this. my high school self. But no, let's, you're fine. Let's, like hear, let's hear about, about Cash Era. Did you go through several identities before settling on that? I did not. Okay, uh, wait. So your your first name is? Casera. Casera. Okay, right. good. I made you say that so that I know that I'm saying it right. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, And what's that from? Oh man! So is it just something your mom? Loved my, yeah, or? my mom made it up. Really, uh, <laughs> to be honest, I love like, it. <laughs> she uh, she got really creative on like the first name, and then the middle name just repeated hers. I was like, wow, <laughs> creativity was clearly <laughs> all lost the juices there. Really yeah, just gone. So what's her but, what's your middle name? Uh, Lynn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, wow, so clever. It's not like Mary. No. Lynn's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> when your mom and grandma have it, not really. Oh well, but that's the legacy. Yeah, and then my sister didn't get it. I'm like, oh, oh. okay, cool. Oh, okay. Right. What's so her like, middle name? Mache. Oh, that's Real, sick. What's right. her first name? Carissa. Oh, so it's like a double E. Right, double original. unique. You're just like, you just got one. Just, Are, is she older or younger? She's younger. Well, that's why. Yeah, I guess. Younger kids get all the good shit. Like, I can attest because yeah, I'm a younger kid of two. Seriously. Anyway. But yeah, no, uh, so Cassara, uh, my mom's name is Cassandra. Uh, okay. So she just took like the C-A, any, any girl that she has or would have continued to had yeah all of us had to get the cut in front to show that we're like from her that's cute and then said <laughs> so that's how they do names in norway yeah. um did you know that yes like lars his son is larson right or there's larsonson which is larson's son right isn't that weird? Yeah, we're definitely not doing that in this family. <laughs> My mom just wanted to start something up. But <laughs> so what then, am I the parallel? Ser in Spanish, it's S E R means to be. And yes. then she added the A at the end just because, like, Caser doesn't really sound too yeah, cute. Yeah, that so sounds kind of macho. Caser, yeah, Caser is definitely not 
not too cute, but yeah, like Casera no, is cool. is nice. So then when I was trying to find a DJ name, I was just like, I don't know. And I spent like the first year because I started DJing my freshman year in college. Okay, so that was what in 2013. What 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 drove you to be like fuck it? I'm gonna DJ. Were you like? Honestly, up I like... needed to get enough credits for my first semester. <laughs> so, like, I'm, okay, I'm dead so ass there serious. Was not, not like an, an artistic inspiration. No, there was none whatsoever. That's Nothing. Um, but I were was... you already a musician at that point? No. Oh, I played the God. trumpet in like fifth grade. That was it. <laughs> Yeah, so like yes. nothing at all. I could so see little yeah. tiny Casera playing a little tiny trumpet. Yeah, I did that for a year, and then adorable. I put it down. Like, <laughs> Clearly, Bye. I wasn't really into it. <laughs> but no, like I was picking out classes, and uh, well, originally I wanted to go study and be a forensic scientist. So I went completely left field going into oh radio. Oh my god, that's yeah. so funny. Um, Why that? Because I loved CSI crime. I knew it was going to be I was that. just so oh mesmerized by the show. And yeah. I loved, like, this. I love science. And How I always love science. How many people do you think start, though, their degree, after, like, in forensic science? And they're like, I love CSI. And then they, like, drop out after a semester. Oh, I can like, imagine oh, tons sh- of people. Yeah. Tons of people. Because it's, I took a forensic science class at Columbia. And I was like, I could do this. And everybody else in the class was like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's great. Okay, so you didn't have enough credits, so you took a what? Did you take that intro to club DJing class that I was talking about? It was called uh, Club DJ 1. Okay, so it was like probably the more sophisticated version. Yeah, but the teacher I had, uh, his name was Lavoie, uh, and he he goes by DJ INC, which means I need cash. And I thought that was just so dope, but like the first day I was in there, he was like, you don't have any homework. All I want you to do is just come in here every week and just – practice these different techniques they're going to be challenging but just try them out and the very first day he taught us how to use records and then he taught us cdjs and then what i use now which is a controller which you pair to a laptop and uh classes only met once a once a week for 16 weeks so i did it and i loved how many it. hours like three three hours it was like a three-hour class yeah that's a lot yeah but it was like 16 of us so like each kid got maybe 10 to 15 minutes practicing oh, with him only had one it was oh. two, it, right, it was only two sets of setups yeah. that we could really even work on like that. Um, and at the end of it, he reached out to me and one other student and asked us if we would want to continue with DJing because he felt like we were really good at it. Right. So both of us said, yeah. She decided to take Club DJ 2 with another professor. I didn't take it because he contacted me. He linked me in with Young Chicago Authors. And uh, oh. so I took the class in the fall, and then that following spring, I was DJing on Columbia's campus for Poetry Slams, which was like it was easy for me only right. because like I got to shadow DJ Itch Thirteen, which yeah. was like their main DJ. They always went to for everything, cool. and he just told me like, "Yo, like whatever you do before the bout, that's up to you." But during the bout, make sure you just play music that matches the mood of the poem. Okay. So I'm like, okay, like I can follow this. So, you know, if, if a kid would talk about uh, a poem about their mom, then I would just play like Tupac's Dear Mama. And people would just be like, oh my gosh, the DJ was listening. And I'm like, like was nobody Ms. else Jackson? listening to that? Right. I'm like, was nobody else listening to what the kid said? Like yeah. that wasn't a hard matchup. Yeah. Um, That's cool. And then from there, like this, this one girl, in one of the poetry bouts came up to me and she was like, I love what you do. I love the songs you play. I want you to DJ my graduation party. And at this point, I had nothing. I had like no speakers. All I had was my laptop. Yeah. And it was super old. Because you were just using the Young Chicago Authors 
like yeah that was it okay that was it so then i went home and i started just to invest in myself so i bought a basic uh serato board for like 250 saved up and bought speakers and speaker stands and boom i had a full setup wow and i did her graduation party did you like get did you make enough money there to have paid for everything? Or yeah, I did. Did I take a couple more graduations? Yeah, really? I did. No, it took care of everything in that one event. And then um, okay. from there, I just kept getting booked for different gigs. People on campus, like organizations like found out that I DJed. Spread. Okay. Just blew up. But yeah. then it was like a year later, and I was just going by like DJ Casera. Yeah. And DJ INC reached out to me, and he was like, gee, that, that name's whack. Come on. Like, he just reached out to you out of nowhere. He yeah, he sent me a text and he was like, did you get a DJ name yet? And I was <laughs> like, no. And he was like, oh God, man, you need dude. something. Yeah. So I did what any genius would do. I went to Facebook uh-huh. and I was like, Good. guys, I need a DJ name. Yep. Just drop comments. And the status really blew up. I had like over like 50 to 75 comments, just like different suggestions for names. Great. And this guy that oh, I worked some, wait, with. Wait, tell me the other ones before you uh, tell DJ, me. DJ uh, Cash Money, DJ, oh, some of them are horrible. DJ Moneybags. Like, oh, God, with horrible. a Z at the end. <laughs> they're just horrible <laughs> names. It's like, guys, I need something realistic. Yeah. And this random uh, guy that I worked with, that I was working at a movie theater, AMC. He commented and he was like, DJ Cash Era. And he changed the S in my name to a dollar sign and split it up the name a little like bit. Like Kesha, you're one of your influences, I'm sure. No, I'm kidding. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I was just like, I like it. Like, this is this feels good. So then I took it and I just used it. Did you it. like comment and be like, hey, dude, thanks. I'll send you a $10 gift card to Starbucks. Actually, I did him one better. He was a web designer. So I had him design my logo for me and I paid him for that. That's sick. Yeah. What's your logo? I need to see it. Describe a, it to me. So it has a, so it has cash written out, and then writing against the H, it says era, and then in like in the circle part of the C, it says DJ, and it's blue, white, and black. Cool. Which are like three of my favorite colors. And what kind of color? What kind of font? Um, like a graffiti. Type? I don't even know the type of font. He used like some really unique like font whack for it. Kinda. It's it's like uh t- almost like Times New Roman but bubble litters. Oh. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I oh definitely have fun using it. That's so. awesome. See, I designed my own logo, which is fine. Have you seen it? It's I like, like your pink. logo though. It's I like cute. it. Yeah. It's like I did it on this like canva.com which is my best friend. I love Canva. Oh, okay. I use good. it all the time for it's flyers. It's the best. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm like, you know, I have this new job and they're always like, "Can you make this on in- Oh my god, how did you do that? I'm like <laughs> I'll never tell my secret. <laughs> Canva.com. Um, but but yeah, I just made it on, on there. I mean, I just like, I had my art artist friend tell me his favorite, like, cursive Pacific Oak type of font. Right. Um, and then I just, but but you didn't feel like designing it. You were like, yeah, well, I didn't he, like did he design your website too? Do you have a website? I do have a website. Did I did the website by myself. On what, WordPress or? Wix.com. Oh, I have Wix. I use Wix. Oh, my God, girl. My Wix page is hilarious. It's like my resume page from college. Really? And it's like, yeah. I, I mean, I made it after college, and I was, like, desperately looking for a job. And I put my, like, it says, Lise Graham, your new favorite ca- cracker. And then I had to put in parentheses because I showed my friends, and they didn't get it. They were like, I don't get it. It's racist. I was like, no, my last name is fucking Graham. Okay? So I said underneath, I said, get it? Like the cracker? <laughs> I like it. It's still like that. I'm still, I've sent that out to all these places I've applied. I'm like, I don't know why I didn't get this job. Yeah, yeah. Somebody will get it. But I'm like, if no, if you don't get my humor, then I don't want to work for you. So, exactly. Bye. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, let's get to the influences. 
so we have your story, right? Right. Was that so? Then okay, so then you kind of picked up, got gigs more yeah, and more. Yeah, definitely started getting and gigs more and more. New uh, equipment or same equipment or um, all that your- I've switched out is the laptop, okay. and I I was forced to upgrade my board, which I did not want to. Um, I'm learning that, you know, like whatever equipment you start out with, you become really attached to it. Yes. It's kind of like your baby. Yes. And the board that I had, um, I had it for like almost five years. And then the a cord connects into it to the laptop mm-hmm. and the port for it just like went out Aww. and it was going to cost too much to repair it. Yeah, so I, it's kind of like figured, a car. Like, yeah. I figured I definitely made back tenfold what I paid for the board, so I just upgraded and got a bigger board, mm-hmm. which is now my new baby. See, okay, but I still kept the old board at home because I'm like, one oh, day it might work. Yeah, I haven't tried it. Like, since, it'll but be it's like worth something in a museum. It might be like kids. this is the first board that <laughs> DJ Cash <laughs> exactly. ever used. I'm trying to get famous, oh and then God. they can sell it on eBay yes, or something. Queen. You know? Um, yes. Okay, so let's talk about the music because that was a really good backstory. But I want to know more about the actual shit that you create um, okay. besides the website. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I would create my own website. website. <laughs> um, but let's talk about, like, number one influence, would you say, musically or creatively or whatever? Mm. Not necessarily, and I know you wrote them down, and thank you, um, but if, if they change, you don't have to stick to that, the five that you wrote down if you Got think you. of other things. Um, they but, have you know, to be musical influences? No, no, no. Or? They can be any kind of influences. Okay. But I want it to build kind of like who you are as an artist. Got you. Um, so I would say number one influence is DJ INC. Only okay. because yes. like he took a chance on me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I figured, you know, out of all the kids that he had in different classes, like I'm like one of the only few that he like really pushed behind to like yeah. really get me out here. Right. Um, and it wasn't for him. I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, so tell me, tell me about him because I have not, I'm not familiar with his work. Got you. Tell me about him as as a musician first, as or a musician, as a, as a, as a he, DJ. Um, so he What's works with sound? the he works with the collective of DJs, and he loves like uh, house music and somewhat like elect like black electronic music. Okay. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, not like your typical like EDM like mm-ts, mm-ts, right, right, mm-ts, right. It's it's more it has, interesting, like, more nuanced, probably exactly. Yeah, yeah it has a little bit more do. soul into it. Yeah. Um, but he's he scratches. He's a scratch DJ. Okay, so he does records. Yeah, but cool. he'll take like two separate tracks and like take the he'll scratch and make the words from the track say like a whole new sentence if he wanted it to. What the fuck? Yeah, or he'll that like take so the hard. same track. That's some DJ Danger Mouse shit. It is, but like <laughs> I've watched this man do it and he'll try to teach me and I'm just like, dude, I like, messed nope, up. I don't know what yeah. point I'm at. Like I'm I'm lost. That's crazy. And he's just it's like it's like watch it's literally like hearing magic. Because wow. he'll take two of the same Ooh, tracks. I love that. Hearing and magic. you'll know what the chorus should sound like, and he'll make it sound like a whole different song by scratch, by just scratching back and forth. Wow. Um, so that's that's what he does. Um, and so he is he like, he's a teacher. He was. was. <sighs> he was a teacher at Columbia. I, I, you know, I hope nobody at Columbia hears this, but fuck it at this point. I graduated. Yeah, you're done. So. It's a safe place. He, I had him my freshman year. And then he was there that following semester. Come my sophomore year, due to this damn uh, regulations or whatever, they couldn't give him any more classes because the oh. union. That's what it was. The union. Oh, because he wasn't like a professor. Like, right. Had a second so degree. So they had. Or well, it was based on like who's been in the union longest, oh. and he ranked number three. But on class success, he was ranking number one consecutively. So then they started giving all the classes to Sam Stith. And another guy named uh, Matlock. 
Okay. I had to TA for both classes. Now, mind you, I'm TAing after I already took the class. Yeah. And I'm DJing in the field. Yeah. And I know how Lavoy ran his class because with in Lavoy's class, you learned the hit. You had to DJ learn the history INC? of DJing. Yeah. Okay. That's DJ INC. Sorry. As you should. Um. That's what right, it's all about. But he quizzed you on it. Like he right. gave you a packet and said like. These are DJs that pioneered the way. It's like Grandmaster Flash, Kraftwerk. Cool Herc, everybody. Yeah. And you had to learn that. And you uh-huh. had to take a quiz on it. And then he made you um, research like music producers and other DJs that are out, well, that were big at the time. Uh-huh. And figure out like who you wanted to sound like and right. just read up on like what they've done and how they got there. Uh-huh. But like I took, I had to TA for sis class. He didn't have them take a class on it. He didn't give them any packet on DJs from the past. I think the one day he showed a movie, told people that they, they didn't want to stay, they didn't have to. Was it the one about Kraftwerk? Because that's when he showed us. Probably. <laughs> the it's German, the, like, yeah, techno I think band. So. Yep. Same he showed movie. my high school class that, like, yeah. almost 10 years Same movie. Nothing's changed. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, everyday students would come into class. He would just say, all right, you have the equipment in front of you. Just have fun and play around. Because after I took the class, the school invested in the class and bought, of like, course. separate controllers. Right. Eye roll. So then every they student were like, got a controller. Hey, DJ Cash Era came out of this school. We yeah, had, it we definitely, like, it up. them seeing me DJ with YCA definitely pushed them to be like, oh, maybe we should invest in better and newer equipment. Yeah. So that way they can be along with the times. So they got each student a separate station for them to stay at their chair and work. He would literally just sit there and be like, all right, have fun. He never taught them records, CDJs, nothing. So then two of the students Damn. knew me, and they were like, hey, you DJ, how did you, like, that?" they're like, oh, did you take this class with him? What, like, what did he show you differently? I'm like, I didn't take it with him, and I can tell you right now, with what he's showing you, you will never be able to get gigs the way mm-hmm. I book them. You know, it's interesting hearing you talk about that, because I went to journalism school, broadcast school, mm-hmm. um, at U of I, and it was the same fucking thing, situation, where it's like, you have one class, two different teachers, two completely different takes on it's what the a, class it's is. It's annoying. And therefore, two completely different experiences. Like, right. I, I hate working in TV specifically because of my TV one, or no, TV two teacher. Like, mm-hmm. hate it. Like, he was an asshole. Right. He didn't respect me. He, you know. And then, of course, now here, uh, two and a half years later, I get a Facebook friend request from him. He likes my podcast. And he's trying to connect with me on LinkedIn. And I'm like, huh, okay, so you didn't respect me back then, and now you're all trying to, like, come back with your tail between your legs. You're a fucking asshole. But, you know, it's it's funny, though, because, like, I had really great experiences with other teachers there. What is that, you know? It's annoying. It's, like, it's not only annoying, it's unfair. Right. Because I feel like... The administration just doesn't see it, you know. They, they don't. don't. They and don't because like, they don't take the classes. They if they don't. came and like fucking watched it happen, then they would definitely get it. And right. then like what? Or if they planted like more, if they planted like students that had to report to them, that's something. a good idea. But like right? Columbia does this thing where like they want you to like fill out a survey at the end of the semester and like let them know how your teacher. Yeah, we doing. do that too. And I mean, they've got multiple complaints on both professors. Yeah. So my thing is like, mm-hmm. if you know you have these students that are taking this class. And they're telling you, like, hey, I didn't learn shit. Yeah. I wasted what, a good three $3,000 a semester on this oh, class and I don't learn anything. Fuck. Like, you think they would switch them out? Yeah. And, I mean, I even had friends that my se- our senior year, they were like, oh, well, I want to be Casera's competition. They would take the DJ class with Stith, come out and be like, I still don't know how you DJ. Yeah. I mean, that was exactly my experience with this class. Stupid. I'm just like. Okay, so anyway. wasted your money. Now we've completely. 
Now that Hi, I'm Mr. completely gone Mr. Stith, against... if you're listening, I'm opening up uh, the <laughs> microphone to you because, you know, technically I have to. Yeah. You have the right to respond. I will gladly Contact have me. a conversation with Stith about Also, his thanks class. for the DJ name. So that's Right. It. Okay, so that's <laughs> moving right along. That's one good thing that Stith will give you. He'll yeah. give you your DJ name. So moving right along, DJ INC, you say, is number one. DJ INC is definitely number one. Okay, um, and so what's number two let's talk about like the actual music that you mash up or oh man is that is that a thing or do you do you produce new stuff or do you i do not produce music okay um you only still learning okay i still like i I mix i i do want to that's in your learn so if anybody listening wants to sit down and teach me my boyfriend connect me with your boyfriend i took a beat producing class my uh the last chance that i got at columbia using machine and I think the hardest part for me is like the music theory of it. It's like understanding verse, chorus, right, verse, the form, the form of the song. Yeah, the form that's, and the that's key where I struggle. and the yeah. No, it's it's intense and it's like it's funny because when you are just a, a, a casual listener, you know, you're just like, okay, music's cool. Like it right. must be pretty easy if you're blessed with those skills. But it's like, no, you work really hard. You have I, to. I interviewed this awesome producer and um, pop star rising pop star uh oh, boy sam a couple weeks ago nice. he's in la and he's on my boyfriend's record label palettes um and so he was telling me about how and like i had no idea like i love his music but he's been like learning about it he did like choir he did like music theory like all through yeah, elementary school high school it's like a lot. he is a wealth of knowledge but you can't really tell from his songs because they're like pop songs you know right. so you don't think that like oh pop songs that a two-year-old could produce that, but right. it's like no, you can't. It's hard. It's hard as shit. Yeah. So okay. So let's talk about n- number two. Number two, um, if it's a if it's a musical artist, uh, and I feel like uh, so many people say this guy, but honestly, Chance the Rapper. Um, no one has said him yet. I had Iman really? Loren on a couple weeks ago, and okay. I and she said Kanye, mm. but she didn't say Chance. But I I, I brought up Chance, obviously. Still, did you gotcha. watch him on SNL this I last did. weekend? Of course I did. How great um, was it? It was really good. Yes, that really Steve good. Harvey. I was dying. Oh, it was good. It was especially because I had Steve Harvey's personal stylist on this show. Like yeah, a month I remember. Ago, yeah, and I was like the entire time just thinking of him because he like wants to be Steve Harvey's son. So I'm sure he loved that skit. It was good. Um, it was definitely good. So why Chance? Do you know Chance? Have you met Chance? Have I've you... met Chance. I've met Chance one or on um, one or two different occasions. Had I a smoke just break wet with my him. pants. <laughs> um, had a smoke break with him. Tight. Was... Smoke a little. Kush. I did not smoke. He was smoking a cigarette, and I do not smoke at all. But Good for you. Thank you. My friend um, from U of I, his claim to fame is that he smoked weed with Chance once. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. like, I mean, I'm like, okay, it's fair. A thing. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Chance, it's just I feel like it's really good to see a Chicagoan from Chicago and still rep Chicago like no other. Like Kanye's cool, yeah, but I feel like he came up and then left. And I feel like that's the problem with a lot of Chicago artists is that, like, they'll use Chicago to, like, build their platform yeah. and get put on. And then as soon as they're up there, they dip. Right. And they don't come back. Like, yeah. I understand that Chance left and went to L.A. for a bit. But the difference between Sorry, Chance I'm and Kanye I'm picking my is, nose like crazy no, right now. You're and I don't fine. Want you to, no, you're fine. I know I didn't really have to say that on the record, but I just want to <laughs> let you know. No. I just got my nose pierced and, like, I'm sick. So there's no, a lot of perfect, stuff happening fine. in my I understand. nasal cavities. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like the problem with a lot of artists is if you leave and don't come back, then what did you really do for the city? Nothing. And um, Chance is just like, he, he's like my motivation because it shows that like it's possible to do it all independently. 
Like you don't have to sell whatever you're doing to to get to where you want to be, and you can still help the people that you know put you on right. from jump, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Which is really important to me. Yeah, so. and that is a priority of his. Okay, Chance. When did you meet him? It was maybe was a it at a young Chicago author's ago? thing? Okay, so he was pretty famous that yeah. was coloring i know it was days. before it was before he won the grammys okay yeah it was like right before he mm-hmm. went and won the grammys did you go to magnificent coloring book day last year i did not <gasps> girl i couldn't you know what and i was so pressed because i i had to work northwestern i had to dj their football game i was so pressed Ugh. yeah was that crushed. sucks i went on a fluke um i had like i don't know just started listening to chance a couple months earlier or something and then my mm-hmm. friend was like Hey, do you want to go to the coloring book day? And I was like, Yeah. I mean, okay, because they had an extra ticket. And so I went. And, um, best decision I've ever made. It was right. like best fifty five dollars I ever spent. So fucking cheap, right? Super and we were cheap. in like the fifth level. Like we were so far, but we could see everything. And like when Kanye came on, everybody went crazy. Yeah, but my it was girlfriend crazy. went, and I was so, oh. I was so. I mean, we weren't dating then. Yeah, but still, but still. Like, even now, right? She bought like this really nice jersey. Oh. I know that's like, my biggest regret is not buying anything because I was oh, like, yeah, no, you should get it online. Because like that jersey, she can't. They don't even have it online, so she'll wear it randomly, and I'm just like, eh, You're fuck just like, you. <laughs> Put take it off. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah, that was so magical. I mean, it was really cool because um, while we're talking about Chance in that day, it was. I didn't see anybody over the age of 30 there. Like right. it was really proof that our generation can come together as like one entity oh yeah and like make a fucking big thing happen and like yeah. okay yeah we all do that at Lollapalooza or whatever but you know th- that was well, Lollapalooza that, it's like you a, have like multiple artists that you know you're yeah, gonna see like exactly. different days this was to like all come together one day one, one field one stage like every fucking big name that you could possibly imagine right. you know I mean it's like and then Kanye comes out, and that right. was fucking crazy because we had gotten there really early. But my brother, who was sitting, he was gonna sit under the scoreboards. He was running late because he'd gone to the Cubs game during the, during the day. And I remember Kanye came on, and I was just praying that he had gotten there, that my brother had gotten there, and he had. They had just walked in, and they were like, "Is that Kanye?" You know, it was nice. insane. Good um, way to walk in. Yeah, right. But uh, God, yeah, that was cool. I'm sorry, I don't mean to like. No, it's cool. I've seen I've seen him perform here. multiple times. So it's I know, it's I mean fine. same, but like <laughs> Yeah. No no. Right. What what was your favorite chance concert while we're on that? Uh probably the, the he did a free one uh for the Taste Chicago. I yeah. think that was like my favorite. And I think what made it so much fun was the people that I went with. Because it was like all that of my close big, big friends difference. and like all of us were like rushing to get over there because we heard about it last minute oh god so it was like okay who can find free parking <laughs> save me a parking spot right? i'm five minutes away oh my like god that i think that was like the most fun and then we when all was just, that like, was that after acid rap or was that after the newer one <sighs> i think that was after the newer one okay yeah i think it was last summer last summer two summers ago okay yeah yeah two summers ago so like before okay yeah but it was a lot of it was a lot of fun we definitely I mean, enjoyed it I've seen him, I think, three or four times. I saw him at Lollapalooza like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. No, not 10. I'm being dramatic. Maybe in 2008, almost right. 10. He played, no, 2009. He played at the Grove, you know, the tiny little stage. Right. Um, and I remember I was like, who is this? He right. is crazy. He was just running, hopping all over the stage. Like I was getting crushed in the mosh pit. I had no idea what was going on, you know. I mean, name a better way to. I mean, him, yeah, exactly. And, uh, 
it was cool. It was cool, but like then I didn't think about him for five years or whatever until gotcha. he started blowing up more. But were you into him like right away? Like I got into Chance uh, in twenty. Mm, was that 2013? Like acid rap? Yeah, acid rap. Mm-hmm. Because he he performed at Columbia. And like I had... Where, like in the auditorium or what? No, Columbia does this thing called Manifest. And okay. it's like how they celebrate the last day of the overall semester in the spring. That's cool. And uh, it was my last day of high school. Uh-huh. So like I ditched the water fight in the parking lot to fly <laughs> down here. Um, and I came by myself because none of my friends wanted to come. And I was like, guys, it's just a free Manifest thing. And then they had this tent outside, and I was walking past it, and some girl that I met, like, earlier from a booth was like, hey, come like come watch this. This is Chance the Rapper. And yeah. I'm like, this is who? And I just watched the performance, and I was like, yo, like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, he is so dope. Like, this, this dude's raw as yeah, shit. That's insane. And then, lo and behold, like, a year later, I'm working with his mentor, Kevin Koval. So. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that they were that close. Oh, they're super close, Yeah. Yeah, Chance oh. the Rapper wrote uh, I just saw Kevin. Kevin's like uh, forward preface and uh, forward, yeah, yeah, in his book. I didn't know that. Yeah, I need to get my hands on that book. That book is so good. Yeah, I got. I get love that, that book. I, I, get that. I hear a reading from it like yeah. every other week, uh-huh, but sure it never gets old. You know the Tamale Guy one. Yes. Yeah, he did that. So I, you know, Kevin Koval, um, is it Koval or Koval? Koval. Oh shit. He's okay. number three on my list. Okay, good. Too. Well, then, good yeah. transition. I saw him. Only one time do his a poetry reading, and it was completely random. We were going to see this folk singer that my parents are into called Dar Williams, who's mm-hmm. wonderful, but like totally like Joni Mitchell, like very like folky, right? right. Um, and then they were like, "Okay, the opening set's gonna be uh, performed by Kevin Koval, a uh, poet." And I was like, "Oh, cool! I love poetry." But like mm-hmm. at that point, I hadn't really discovered anything in Chicago poetry scene, right? Um, and then he got up there and he like read the tamale guy one yeah. and another one and I was like, fuck yeah, yeah, <laughs> sold. But I haven't read any of his stuff since. No, but I, you need to. His, but I love. I know that I want him on. His works are amazing. Him. Yeah, I bet he's so cool. He is. Um, so dude okay. is super hip. Like he's yeah. fly. He's fly as shit. He is. He is. His glasses and his cool. His, just his style. Like he's and, yeah. always looking fresh. Yeah. I just. I actually just saw him uh, last night. We were at Soho House. And he oh. just came in like looking okay. fresh to death. I'm like, you told Damn. me about that, and I had it on my calendar, Soho House, but like I didn't remember what the fuck it was. So I should have gone to that because yeah, you had told you me about it. Definitely should have gone. It Balls. was packed house. There oh were two God. amazing performances by uh, this group called Drama, and then another uh, singer named Crystal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was it was. Oh, packed. I think I know who she is. It was packed, but it was so it was so mesmerizing. It was a really good show. I've never been there. I know I need to go. We'll be there again uh, next month. Okay, well, the third Monday of December. I'm gonna put that on my calendar right now. Yes, on the record, on the let podcast. me know if you're gonna go because I have to put you on the guest list. Like that's how like third low key secretive One, like two, underground three. music scene this is. Okay, let it be known, December eighteenth. Lee Scram is going to the Soho house. <laughs> Boom. There you go. What time does it start? Uh, it should start at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Yep. 8 o'clock. There All it right. is. Girl, thank you. Okay. Of course. Let's get back to it. Kevin, how did you meet him? What, is poetry a big deal for you, or is that kind of secondary? Because I used to write poetry like when I was in high school, but it wasn't anything serious where I would perform it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I went to high school in the suburbs. Where? And, like, I went to Crete, Crete Money. Where's that? No one knows where it is. Um, it's like 30, about 35 minutes south of the Loop. 
It's uh, near like Chicago Heights, Sog Village, okay. Homewood, Flossmore. Oh yeah, so Southwest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, when I say Homewood, like, Flossmore, right? Homewood, Flossmore is like where people really figure it out. Yeah, where yeah, they're yeah. Going. Cool. Um, I didn't. <laughs> me and Kevin would like always pass each other during like my first two years in LTAB, but never really like what's LTAB directly louder than a bomb. Oh, so you did louder than a bomb. I did do louder than a bomb. Okay. That is the uh, largest youth poetry festival in Chicago. Yes. Um, actually, in the in the world, really, because yeah. it's it's the biggest. But uh, YCA puts that on, so mm-hmm. that's what I started doing right after I took the DJ class, and I had no idea what it was. I had never heard of it because, like I said, like being in the suburbs, we didn't know anything about what really Chicago kids did. It was like a, did like a it's a don't cross the tracks yeah. thing, right? So I didn't know anything about it. Um, it's like I would randomly see Kevin, but we'd never speak, mm-hmm. and. You know, his assistant would be like, oh, this is Casera. She's one of the DJs. And he'd be like, hey, what's up? You know, how you doing? And that was really it. Because he's a busy man. So I never expected him to really remember me. Yeah. And then it was probably my third year with them that he started noticing me more and more and more. Because he would be like, oh, man, like, I just saw you at DJing the bout yesterday. Like, uh-huh. you're, you work with us a lot. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm always out here. And then uh, last year, he just saw me damn near every day. I mean, like, I was just always near this right. man. And uh, in like a restraining order stalker way, or just <laughs> no, like just the just coincidence uh-huh. to where he would just be like, "Didn't I just see you at like 10 a.m. this morning? Like, why You're are you like still in here in his bathroom when he walks in there? Damn like, near, hey. damn near." But <laughs> I was just uh, you know checking the checking the water. Yeah, up. and then um, everyone that he works with just kept vouching for me. They're yeah. like, "Yo, have you heard? Like, have you heard her set? She's really good. Like, she's been with us for four years. Like, she's doing great." Yeah. So then Kevin heard like three or four of my sets, and he came up to me and he was like, "Hey, you know, would you be willing to?" DJ louder than a bomb finals at Roosevelt Theater. Cool. Um, and, and you're I'm like, like hmm, uh, I guess. Right. I'm like, oh, I can clear my schedule. Hell yeah, I'm there. And uh, I did that. And then after that, I mean, Kevin's just been using me for like every gig. Like since he did a book release, and his goal is to do 180 readings of the book in a year. Holy crap. There's 108, 180. It's either 180 or 108. It's a lot of fucking readings this man is doing. I know that. Is much. he a Cubs fan? He's a Chicago fan. Maybe it's a hundred and eight, like a hundred and eight years. Hundred and eight between the World Series. However old Chicago is. Oh, is it probably hundred eighty. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. It's just been a lot of readings. We've I've been and with you've them. You got to everyone. Damn near. Do you get paid for this? I do. I've damn near been. I think I've been to at least half of these readings that he's done, and he's not. He's almost done. Do you have to change your set every time you do it? Um, every set that I do is different. I. Really? Yeah. There's like Let's certain. Let's talk more about that. There's like certain transitions that are the same, mm-hmm. but like overall mix wise, they're never the same. Walk me through a set. Walk you through a set. Well, one. Your I, most recent one or whatever. Was last night at Soho House. <laughs> um, Epic. I was. Shit, I wish I was there. I'll be there next month. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I was just like doing basic transitions that I knew like off the top of my head for the sound check. So I'll do like. Uh, Rihanna, work by Rihanna into Murder, She Wrote by uh, Shaka Damis. Okay. And then I'll take the Murder, She Wrote and mix that into Controller by Drake. And then I'll take that and mix it into, like, Candy Rain. So so for these mixes, are you going back and forth between the two, or are you just beat matching? I beat match a lot. Yeah. That's, like, what I'm really known for. Good. Only because... That's not what I'm known for. I was terrible <laughs> at that. Which, I'm a musician, so, I mean, not... Currently, but you know, I was right. 
It's hard, man. It, it is hard. It's like listening to two different things at once and making them yeah. go to the same beat. That's what you have to That's do. That's what it is. And you have to sync it up so that way, you know, it doesn't sound like one's it off from like, the other. Yeah. And then. That, that's the most distracting thing when that's you're what it dancing is. in a dance in a crowd. Yeah. So, it, it took, it, it, I'm, I'm still learning. Like, I'm yeah. still practicing that, but I have a really good grip on it. Good. Um, but like my thing is like the timings, like some math goes into it a little bit yeah. for me mm-hmm. only and because so you'll like play the chorus on one song and then go into another song. Right. Exactly. But I want it to time up perfectly to where that last word of the chorus stops from that first song. And the next thing you hear is the first verse of the next song. So a lot of timing has to be done into that to make sure that Shit. I'm spot on. So you're, you're listening to two different things in your headphones, right? Right. Well, no, I have one. The song that I'm getting ready to play next is in my headphones. And then you have the other the song, ear popped. Right. Which is what you're wearing. That you're are you wearing your headphones like that I now? I am. I wear like this all I the do time. That. I do that when we're when I'm producing, but I don't do it when I'm on yeah, it. I do it all I the time. Because I just love my voice so much. <laughs> in both ears, okay? Um, cool. Okay. Love it. And what would you say, like, your your musical style is? Like, I mean, I'm um, sure you combine it. Every, it sounds like you combine lots of different things. But, yeah. Only thing that but, I really like, don't like to play is country and well, rock. Yeah. That's, oh, that, no rock? Not really, but honestly, it's rare that like I I even need to play rock yeah. music. because it's mostly what like hip hop, hip hop, R and B, top forty, yeah, throwbacks, pop, pop, pop is definitely in there. Throwbacks is throwbacks. like my main thing. So mm-hmm. like any set that you go to for me, you are bound to hear songs from the late eighties, why nineties. Is that I just, just what feel you like grew up on? Or that's what I grew up on. Do you feel and like I feel your like mom loves that music never... so much, so you have like a mission to, <laughs> to like to keep play it, alive. it for her? Um, not really. My mom doesn't really make it to a lot of my gigs like that, but I just feel like there will. Be, I don't think we will ever see a better genre of music than the '90s because it was just so diverse. Wow, that's um, a bold statement. It is friend. a very bold statement, <laughs> but I, and I unpack I am, it a little. I am willing to stick to it. Let's hear it. Um. I if you I feel like if you look at music from like 1990 all the way down to 1999. Okay. The sound who do you have? Who? who are we listening to? Oh man, like uh, Montel Jordan, TLC, Aaliyah, Tupac, Biggie, um, Crucial Conflict, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Easy E, N.W.A. Um, Smash Mouth. Smash uh, Mouth. Right. Like <laughs> oh, I was kidding. All these Nirvana. Right, but no, like seriously, all these different groups. Yeah, um, yeah. And the thing, and the thing with the '90s was like all of these different artists, and there's so many diverse genres. You people know everything, but like today, if you find somebody, it's hard for them to know like the current rock artists or like a major okay alternative. So you're artist. saying you're saying that because the '90s was in this time where there was technology and stuff lightly, right? But but there was still a cohesive. This is all on the radio kind exactly. of thing, as opposed to now, where like where you have different it's so sectionalized. It's it's very um how would we say that like widespread, right? Um, okay, I get that for you see sure. What I'm saying? I yeah, mean, like, no, granted, I get that. Now it's easier for you to like get your hands on different music. Yeah, but like the things that you listen to, mm-hmm. everything is just so heavily pushed into your face you don't really see a need to go out and explore other genres True. as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... That's cool. I feel like that's why I'm always just like loving the 90s. Yeah. And plus, it's nostalgic. Yeah. And I feel like no matter what we do, things from the past will always repeat itself. So like even right now, 90s and 80s clothing is big. Like I know, it's Fila, Champion, Case Wiss is coming back, all of that. Yeah. But it's like... Ten years ago, people were like, "Oh, that's whack! Like, yeah. why are you wearing that?" I know. And so you think it's the same as music? Same with music. 
I mean, even even with movies, movies yeah. are always getting remade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music is forever being sampled. Do you think that that's a, a lack of creativity? That um, people are just well, obviously you don't because that's what you do is you you put you, the same you put kind of. I feel like sometimes you can tell. That sometimes you can tell that it's like a lack of creativity because certain songs you'll hear and you'll be like, mm, "This sample really didn't make sense with this song," and then other songs you can tell that like they are more so influenced by the previous song right. or like the movie or whatever it is. So, um, I it's think a big it, question. I didn't. It is to throw a big question. You no, you're because fine. I know that so much of you know your music is based in other music. It is. It definitely or it is. is. That's what a DJ is. It definitely is. Which is awesome. And I mean, I was. I mean, like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, wow, twice in one conversation. Huh? No, you're high school fine. high school radio DJ, college DJ, I mean like radio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely like total with you on the nostalgia, except mine is like even older, like sixties, seventies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean um, I, so there's sometimes yeah, 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 I'll play yeah, for sure. seventies yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean like a like a fun niche thing. Yeah. Yeah. But um There's but, just certain songs that I feel like they're even using commercials. So, mm-hmm. like, there's little kids now that, like, right. will know these songs. It's funny, though, because it's, like, for me, I'm, like, okay, is it the golden age thinking? You know what that is? It's, like, right. where you, like, think, and it's, like, oh, times were better back in the day. Right. Music was better back in the day. Right. Is that just going to be, is that just what, how we, you know, in 20 years, are people going to look back at now and be, like, that was the best music of all time, you know? I mean, that could be a thing. Is it so attached to, like, identity and, and, and your age or whatever? Or is it true? Uh, it's all subjective. And it I know is, I'm getting kind of, like, subjective. deep and No, you're fine. And heady. I, feel like it, I feel like it probably varies from person to person. Yeah. Um, but your philosophy is My philosophy is 90s are the best. And <laughs> I, I was born in 95, so, like, yeah. I, did, I wasn't really even it, fully right. developed with a memory to yeah, fully yeah, remember yeah. anything right. that came out in yeah. the 90s. Mm-hmm. But I, that's what I grew up on. Like, that's yeah. what I... That's awesome. And then I feel like with the rap music, especially now, yeah. like, every rap song is about the same shit. Every single time. Money, drugs, drugs especially right now yeah. are on the rise in songs. And then, like, just fucking girls. Fucking girls. Yeah. Like, that's it. And I'm like, that's cool and all, but that's not my lifestyle. Yeah. I don't have any friends with that fucking lifestyle. Right, right, and if right, I right. do, they're definitely not sharing it with well, me. Well, you need to listen to Brock Hampton, my friend. I know I've told you about them to. before, yes. but yes. they're uh, they're amazing. It's a it's a group of seventeen dudes that all live in a house together. Oh, that's dope! Like half of them are gay. Um, okay, come on, LGBTQ. They, yeah, dope. they've got like several different cultures represented, um, right. and they it's not. I mean, there's some of that, but right, it's just a new level of rap, and it's like okay. so evolved. Um, See, I want music like that to come back. Yeah, like, dude. Like Chicago artists, like Saba. Motherfucking mellow, like uh, fresh waters. Yeah, I've never heard of any of those. Okay. <laughs> but you ever heard me- of Saba Pivot? No. Oh my god. <laughs> like, Chance the Rapper. That's all. No, no name. I like, love no name. Saba. Um, yeah, no name is super dope. I just Jamila out Woods. To, do, you, do you know no name? I do not know no name, but her music is definitely yeah, dope. Yeah, so shit. cool. I'm just I, trying to, you know, that like, I like music like that. Yeah, I need that to come back right. and be more it's mainstream. Coming back. It's coming back. You just have to make it mainstream by playing it, right? Yeah, I have play you it all the time. Wolfpack? No. Oh my God. Okay. Well, let's just make each other playlists after the show. We can do that. And we'll. Uh, we can do that. And then I'll share them on my Facebook page so that everybody else can listen to them. Right. So they know who we're talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Like, who the hell is that guy? Who the hell is motherfucking what? Is, what was Muff it? Motherfucking Mello. I'm performing with him uh, in How December. How do you spell that? M F N M E L O. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. He's part of the Saba Saba pivot, the Saba gang. Oh, so that's like a collective, or it's like a yeah, it's like a collective of, of uh, artists. Yeah. yeah, but they're 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 all very supportive yeah. of just like Chicago artists. Right. I mean, Good. I'll see I'll see like Saba will come back from a tour overseas, and then I'll see him at like a Jamila Woods show, just Sweet. chilling in the back. I'm yeah. just like, didn't you just yeah. land this morning? Like, aren't you tired? He's I want like, her no, too. I've been trying to figure out how to reach she out to her. She has a show tomorrow night. <gasps> she does. She has a what? show tomorrow night. Uh, where? When? Uh, I think it's, I, I'm pretty sure Tomorrow. This out. is in the past now, listeners. Sorry. We're oh, recording sorry. on Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. Her show is Wednesday, yeah. November 22nd. Yeah, her show was two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> there well, we go. <laughs> was it fun? It was probably great, right? I you did went, not right? get tickets to even go. Oh, shit. Oh, and I have to work thing. that night. <laughs> I work. Okay. I will be at work oh, that night. Yeah, I will be working, so cutting those uh sick talk talk breaks that i will be i'm very excited okay we got off track well i will say one more thing about chance before we move on was even no kevin we've been talking about kevin Kevin. but back to chance so when i started this podcast in may Mm -hmm. i made it very clear to myself that it was my one-year goal that in the first year of the podcast i would have chance on which that goal same as simultaneously further and closer Every day. Like, I see him on <laughs> SNL. I'm like, yeah, he's too big, you know. But then I, like, talk to someone like you or, like, you know, Iman or, like, my friend Nadia. And y'all have met him or know him or right. whatever. And I'm like, it's possible. It but I feel like possible. that's the that's the amazing thing about Chance is everybody feels like they're friends with him. Yeah. You know, like, that is, like, so cool. And, like, you know, snaps to that. Because yeah. to have, like, to maintain this such such a charming caring like uh, rapport right while i mean you'll catch this man walking around chicago randomly i used to all the time i used to always catch his catch him walking to like mcdonald's or some shit like yeah, columbia that's fucking cool. all the time love him hi chance yeah that's a chance he probably doesn't remember me he might i don't know <laughs> whatever we can pretend like he does yeah. um oh did you watch the pat the manager uh interview from a couple weeks ago i did it wasn't it great it was good my God. It was definitely good. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Number four. Uh, number four. We can, do you want to talk musical influences now? Or? Uh, we no, can whatever. Talk family. Oh, family. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I pair my grandfather and my mother together. Okay. Yeah. Why? Wait, is it your mom's dad? Is yeah, that, my okay. mom's dad. That um, my grandpa, because this man is just like. He basically raised me because, like, when I was when I was born, I was kind of like the uh oh baby, like uh oh. <laughs> um, the oops. Yeah, I was definitely the. Oop. I mean, me and my siblings were all oops babies, but I was like the first one out. Nobody really had any uh, preparation for me to come, but um, he is like basically raised me because my mom and my grandma had to work during the day, and he had been in a car accident to where uh he lost uh part of his part of his brain was was had to be extracted out because of the accident he was in whoa yeah um shit and he was he was in the accident when my mom was in high school so my oh. mom was forced to drop out of high school for she could graduate oh, no. to start working full-time to provide for the family um so then when i was born wow she sounds hard working oh yeah definitely she she's definitely like my rock um but like my grandpa was just like always at home every day and i mean this man is like fought stage four cancer already and he just celebrated his 75th birthday not wow. too long ago wow and i mean this guy literally acts like he's four <laughs> and i love it it's it's great we always get in trouble we stay getting yelled at um 
looking back on things we got yelled at, I understand why we got yelled at. Cause like we, what? So when I was younger, like I used to ride like, no, de- no, we weren't that bad. Uh, we couldn't really do anything that the cops could get us for. Just yeah. get yelled at my mom and my grandma. But <laughs> Which are probably worse than cops in some Probably, yeah, honestly, yeah. But like when I was growing up, I used to ride four wheelers and dirt bikes. And I mean, there would be days where like he'd come outside. Mind you, this man would be like in his 60s. Oh my going God. on 70. Okay. He'd be like, come on, I'll ride with you. And he'd hop on the four-wheeler and take my little brother for a ride on the back of the How four-wheeler. How old was your little brother at the time? <sighs> he was like maybe five or six. Oh, my God. And we would do it when like nobody else was home. Like everybody <laughs> would be at work. That's amazing. And then when they'd get home, nobody would really find out. But I mean, they found out because my sister snitched, and then we ah. just, we just heard it for like she's the middle a week. child. She is. That's why. Yeah, she, she's shout always out. Snitching. What's your sister's name? Oh, Cassandra. Carissa. No, Carissa. Yeah. Carissa. She snitched. she snitched, but yeah, we just always just did dumb shit we weren't yeah. supposed to do. So, I mean, he still does dumb shit he's not supposed to do. So but. is he like musically inclined, or did he always have you listening to a certain type of music, or is it is it not he even the music that he listened to eight tracks? Oh my God! Yeah, he has. He and he still has the player, and it still works. <laughs> of course he does. Um, wow, what is he listening to? It's in the garage. Like soul. I don't remember the like artist. I just remember or... the different songs, like Yakety Yak. Uh, don't go back. That right? One? Yeah. Like super old songs. Wow. I don't remember the artist's name. That's all right. Um, but he, I just remember him playing all that in the garage whenever we'd be outside. I'd yeah. be in the swimming pool, and he'd be in the garage working on stuff. What kind of pool? Uh, it was a like above a little ground. above ground that we would just build together during the summer. And That's that was it. so sweet. But yeah, we had like, one growing up in my house too. Yeah. Something about a swimming pool in the backyard. It's just so nice. You know, like all the kids came flocking. Yeah. Like my house is a party like twenty four seven. See, I, I wasn't like that. I didn't oh, know okay. anybody in the pool. It was just you. It was just me. I was like, yeah, I'm going swimming. Like, this is my territory. Pretty much. Get out. I just but peed. No, yeah. <laughs> I know my grandpa influenced me because he was just he taught me. Like, you know, whatever whatever bad is going on, it could get worse. But <laughs> I mean shit with his injuries it sounds right. like yeah. But he always kept like a good spirit to where like if you dwell on it, you're gonna make it worse for yourself. Yeah. So like Which why do true. that to yourself? Law of attraction. Right. Yeah. So um he's just and he's always a jokester. Cool. Which is probably where I got my sense of humor from. Right. But he I I think I've maybe seen this man mad once. And I think I've seen him cry twice in his life. That's it. So he's just a positive. He's a super positive, fun, funniest shit guy. Wow. I mean, he's absolutely Sounds hilarious. special. What's his name? Howard. Hi, Howard. Call oh, him what Gramps. a nice name. That's my that's my chiropractor's name, Howard. Yeah. Nobody calls him Howard, though. All of his family calls him Chubb. Chubb. That's his, that's his name. Stop. Chubb. That's his name. Chubb. And then, I think uh, my dad had a Chubb in the family. Yeah. Maybe my we're grandpa. related. <laughs> might be. We might be. Um, and then my mom is my influence because uh, she just works so hard. Like, I I never see this woman ever take a day off. Uh, yeah. She's always willing to, like, go the extra mile for you. She might complain about it, but she'll still do it. Yeah. Um, I got one of those, too. My mom's a hard worker. Yeah. My mom is Shout just out, like, mom. Yeah. Shout do you think your mom's listening? Shout out to my mom. Probably she she's gonna be really upset that I cussed, but hey, mom, sorry about the cussing. Yeah, sorry. We're just both apologizing, both of you. <laughs> sorry, we love you. We'll stop for the rest of the episode. Try to I cross my fingers. <laughs> um, so cool. Yeah. And was it a fun childhood? Oh man, I, yeah, I had a great childhood. Yeah, I, was there much like angst? Was there much? You know, did you um, have a lot of friends? Did you? Did you lock yourself I, in your room with your pet bird and listen to the oldies channel? Wait, what? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. I was always the extrovert, but I I went through a very shy period. Uh, my kindergarten teacher was a bitch. Really? Yeah. Like, like my mom. So she's not an influence. Not at all. <laughs> my mom literally had to go up there on a weekly basis almost because this teacher would just claim that I was acting up in class. And I really wasn't. And I had friends that would vouch for me and everything else. I think she was just racist. There were like three <laughs> black kids in the class. Oh, so it was a pretty white bread. Yeah, because I went to public, private. I went to private Catholic schools. Oh, when you I was did? Up. Yeah, I didn't go to public school until I hit high school. Oh, damn. Right. That must so, have been a shock to the system. Yeah, a little bit. Because I was just used to like really small classes. So Super small. Why did you go to Catholic school? Are you Catholic? No. <laughs> you have a cross on your neck. It's for a show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's for fashion. Like, it's fine. I like it. It's just a shape. Um, <laughs> Duh. Are, no, you, are you a practicing Christian or? Um, or a, I... You know, Practice Christish. Christish. Are you like Christianish? Yeah. Are you there? Um, I always say I'm Jewish. <laughs> I practice uh, a uh, religious domination called metaphysics, which is a branch off of Christianity. Okay. Kinda. What's it? What's the belief there? Uh, we believe in you know Jesus in the Bible and you know all that stuff that you hear in school yeah, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Um, right. but it also ties in like a scientific aspect of things. So like chakras and uh, we we do believe in like spirits because I know some Christian faiths do not believe in spirits right. and the so afterlife. So you're just a little more liberal, Wait, liberal yeah, liberated. Yeah, kinda. and then like um, we also believe that like your spirit is just encompassing a humanly form. So, like, yeah. you shouldn't really judge people based off, like, what body form they're in. Okay. Which, you know, me being gay is just like, they're like, oh, well, that's just what you're attracted to. Yeah, right. It was like, cool, thanks, guys. Cool. You got it. Yeah, for sure. I like yeah. that. I'm kind of having a lapse with my, my religion. I have since probably college. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm not against it at all. I just, mm-hmm. it just wasn't. I went to a really conservative Christian summer camp that my parents mm. didn't realize. Were that, I'm like, we're a liberal like family. Like, you know, they're like hippies. So right. they like sent me because my friend was going and uh, we went and, you know, it'd be like every summer it got worse and worse as far as like the Bible studies would get like more and more like, I mean, the first, the second summer it was like one of the like, one of the girl's brother had just came out to her as bi, which that was the first time I'd ever heard of a bi person before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew what a gay person was because, like, I, my parents have a lot of gay friends. And and I was like, you know, that's awesome. But um, so she asked, like, um, she asked our counselor, like, will he go to heaven? And my counselor was like, sorry, but, like, you know, mm. whatever. And I was like, gotcha. I raised my hand. And I was like, um, I don't know about that because my dentist is gay and he's like the nicest person in the entire world right. and like i love him and he's so good so that like planted the seed of like what the fuck is this right. you know and then every summer it got kind of like but i was brainwashed man did you ever feel like you were brainwashed at catholic school um, or was it like kind of a little bit only because like i didn't well one i didn't even know that i was gay really until like i graduated from eighth grade before i went into high school yeah well, i just knew pretty that- early still yeah. That's really early. Yeah, I mean, it my, is pretty early. My friends didn't really come out till like junior senior year of high school. Oh, yeah, I was way before them. They're very but... repressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh I definitely felt a little it, it was definitely strict at times. Yeah. Um I I can say that the good thing that came from it was the education that I took cuz it was so stern and right. like, heavy on the yeah, work that that's it good. definitely prepped me for high school so I wouldn't just go wild like yeah. woo freedom. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the religious aspect, I wasn't 
really a fan of it, and I was never baptized or anything, which, like... Interesting. Why did your parents send you to... Or why'd you just want, the... Yeah. Well, the area, the neighborhood that we lived in, the public school didn't really have that great of a reputation, okay. and the Catholic school was down the street. Yeah. So it was like, well, if we have to pay one way or the other, we might as well just pay a little bit more mm. for her to go to a school that we know yeah. has a better education Yeah, okay, system. fair enough then. Right. Yeah. So, and then I mean, when I went unusual. to... When I went to second grade, like, the school that I went to that was Catholic private there was, yeah. like, second to eighth. So it was like, well, okay. why leave? Like, just yeah, stay, whatever. Well, right. Um, you had your like, friends there. And- yeah. I, I, when I got to second grade, that's when I started to, like, open up a little bit more because the teacher I had there, Miss Schneider, shout out to her. Hey. Um, she was just so, like, fun, loving, and, like, she knew of my background from right. kindergarten. Uh-huh. So she knew that, like, I wasn't really – or not kindergarten, first grade. Yeah. Um, She knew that, like, I was kind of shy yeah. and that I – like was scared to teach right. us a little bit yeah but like she completely helped me oh, become the extrovert that i am so today cool. and then yeah the class that i was with in second grade it was like 20 of us and it went down to like 10 of us when we graduated eighth grade whoa yeah so i can honestly say that i knew everybody <laughs> in my eighth grade class <laughs> and yeah, you could no probably name them mine too. was like 280 yeah, no. And then my high school was like, forget about it, a thousand. Yeah, no. My high school was only three hundred. Oh my us? god, yeah, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Um, so did you come out before you went to high school? Or I came out. Who did you like? What What was that process like? I mean, we don't have to go too into it. I'm just no, we, that's, that's fine to talk about it. Um, when I was going into, oh my god, <laughs> so <laughs> good. Social media day started picking up for me oh, in eighth no. grade. Uh, what was it? AIM or was it Facebook? It was then? tagged. What's that? Tagged.com. Nope. It was like before MySpace. Oh God. It was a hor- it was a horrible web like <laughs> interface was just sad as oh, shit. God, but sure. I don't even know how I found the yeah. I don't even know how I found it. But I was on tagged and there was this girl that was on there and I saw that she went to Creep Money High School. And You're I was like, hey. like no, I was no. scared to say oh, anything. We just had each other as friends and yeah. then she messaged me first. Okay. Because I had put in my bio like Creep Money. And she was like, oh, you're, you go to Crete. And I was like, no, I'm going to start. Like, I'm graduating eighth grade. Oh, that's sweet. And I thought she was just so pretty. Like, this girl was just beautiful. And we just, like, started talking, texting, or whatever. And then first day of high school came, and I remember I was running all around the school trying to just, like, find this girl and run into her. And we finally met up with each other before I went into my last class. And, like, just seeing her, and I hugged her, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this girl is, like, beautiful. Like, yeah. damn, she's fine as hell. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. But <laughs> she was just so cute to me. Yeah. Um, And, like, after that, I knew, like, all right, this is why I never looked at any yeah, of the guys. I mean, right. granted, I went to, like, a school with 10 kids. When you grow up with them, none of the guys are really <laughs> going to be that cute. Look at them. Yeah. Like, ew, I know you. <laughs> ew. Get out of my face. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But um, it was... Did you date her? No, we never dated. Was she, we was never she dated. lesbian or was she? She was. Oh, okay. But now she's now she is dating some guy and has a kid. So oh, I don't so really she's know back in the closet. Was. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. Whatever. But I wish her the best of luck. Yeah, exactly. Um, Shout out for uh, helping me realize. <laughs> woo! Maybe your, uh, sexual <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Interesting. How yeah, how did it no. go coming out to your mom? My mom already knew. Yeah. So it was okay. like <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> it was the last day before. Uh, winter break started and we were she was cooking dinner and I was standing next to her and we were just talking and she was like you know do you see any boys like at the high school yet and I was like no I was focused on my work and she was like well you know like if you like girls or anything like that's okay too and I was like mom I'm like I'm not thinking about it 
So then the very next morning, I text her before I went to get on the bus. I always, I would leave my phone at home. Yeah. So I text her and I was like, so I think I might like girls. And she texted me back and she was like, yeah, I already knew. It's fine. Have a good day at oh, school. And that was it. Stop. That's so, that I just was, got goosebumps. What, that's the easiest coming out that's story i ever heard story. from anyone. Jesus <laughs> so Christ, simple. you're lucky. I got more backlash when I went to school and came out. Oh really? Yeah, like I lost two or three friends, and then like. How did you? How did that? How did that look as a high schooler coming out? To did um, you just come out? Did you go up to the front of the class and say hi? No, I, <laughs> I really know. didn't say anything. I guess it was just kind of known because of how I dress. Like I dress like a dude. Yeah. Because guy clothes are really comfortable. To yeah, be dude. honest. I feel you. I wear my boyfriend's shit all the time. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Except I'm like he's skinnier than I am, and we tried each other's jeans on a couple weeks ago. It was mm. pretty funny because mine were like huge in the butt. Gotcha. <laughs> on him, and then. And then his were like, I couldn't get them past my, like, hips because hey, I got... It happens. Like, it happens, okay. you know? Yeah. But, I mean, still, like, boyfriend yeah. jeans are a thing. Right, so They yeah. sell them in Forever 21. Shit, I gotta go there. But um, there were, like, two girls in my math class, and I mean, like, my one of my close friends, Taylor. And Taylor is, like, this absolutely hilarious girl, like, always cracking jokes. She's yeah. forever talking shit. I, I love her to this day. And we were talking about um, girls and, like, dating girls. And she was like, guys, if I ever go gay and I date a girl, I want to be, like, super tough. I want to have, like, a mustache come in, like, really nice hair. I was like, what? <laughs> and she, like, did an enactment for us in the middle of the class. Like, she had on sweatpants with oh shorts underneath, so she, like, sagged her sweatpants a little bit. And she had her hair in braids. And she took, like, two of the braids and strung them down over her <laughs> lip and then taped them down <laughs> with clear with tape. tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> and was what was your teacher around. saying? Where the was teacher, your teacher? <laughs> the teacher wasn't in the room at the moment. He was running late. Oh, my God. And we God. got in there early. So then, like, she just, like, started walking up to random girls in the class, like, trying to, and, like, like holler at like, them and, like, flirt and, with them. Yeah. And it was just so sad. That's like, she funny. deepened her voice and she was just like, hey, what's up? Oh, my God. <laughs> just, and what's her story now? Um, she's in, no, 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 no. (laughs) She's in Atlanta. um, Oh, cool. Just graduated from Spelman, and I believe she's going for her graduate. Nice. For her master's degree. In what? Uh, Comedy? (laughs) Should be. Right. She's hilarious. But uh, something science-based. I I forgot what it is. Lose a couple of them to the science. You know, yeah, they keep going. I support them. Like, (laughs) you go for me, buddy. I'll sleep on your couch someday. But um, when she was done with the enactment, two of the girls that were, like, really cool with me came up. And they were like, oh, like, so you're gay? And I was like, yeah. And it was, like, the very first day that I ever, like, answered somebody asking me the question, like, yes, I'm gay. That's insane. and one they of the said, girls, did they say gay or lesbian? They said gay. Do you consider it gay or lesbian? I don't really care. Yeah, it's just yeah like, whatever. You like girls. And, right. As yeah. long as you know, that's all you need to know. Right. I don't care what yeah. the hell you call me. Just okay. don't call me late for dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out that? to my grandpa for What's that. What's that mean? Don't call me late for dinner. I just don't be oh, late calling me to dinner. That's hilarious. Shout out to my grandpa for that one. Hi, Howard. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be supper, I but mean, whatever. Chug. We use dinner now. Um. But, yeah, like, one of the girls was like, oh, okay, well, I don't care. And then the other girl just, like, stopped talking to me, blocked me on social media. She like, probably was suppressing her own I don't know what she was doing, right? but, like, she just, like, started hating me, like, to the core. And Taylor called her out on Haters it. Haters gonna hate. That was it. Right? And Taylor called out on it. Taylor was like, you know, what is your problem with Casera dating girls? Like, she's not putting it in your face. She's not telling you to she's date not, girls. Yeah. She's just over there doing. And I wasn't even dating anybody at the time. I didn't date anybody seriously until my junior year, but people, yeah, we don't have to go into that, but yeah, that sucks. Yeah, no. I still think it's funny to this day when I meet people that hate gays, 
And he's like, oh, you hate gays. Let me go grab my girlfriend and kiss her in front of you real it's quick. It's like, like, oh, what century are you from? Pretty much. Also, do you not recognize that love can go, like, any way? Exactly. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't bother me fuck much. Fuck them. Pretty much. They're probably just all repressing their own homosexual tendencies. You know, I say that a lot. Yeah. And then I people mean, tell me that I'm being rude. I'm no. like, how am I the rude one no. when he's mm-hmm. discriminating? Like, yeah, cool. exactly. Way to that. flip it. Do you run into a lot of that? I haven't in a while. Good. People really don't fuck with me much in that yeah. sense. I'm like, I mean, mm. also Chicago's pretty liberal. I feel like Soup, if we were yeah, in a small Soup town in fucking Kentucky, it'd be a different. But, Probably. Yeah. But luckily we're not. Okay, so influence number five. We got a little off track there. Um... I oh I remember what I said. Influence number five is my younger self. Love that nobody's ever said that. Yeah, my younger self. Why? Because my younger self had no idea what I would be growing up. Yeah. So I'm just trying to show to any younger selves that are out there yeah. that you know you can literally change course a thousand times and it will still be okay. Girl, I just got goosebumps again. That's two. Did you just come in here trying to give me goosebumps? No, I didn't, but I'm glad it's working out. (laughs) I mean, that's so cool, and I think that, like, obviously same, you know, but I I wouldn't have ever thought to, like, list that as an influence. Got you. Well, yeah, I mean, because I feel like when I was was growing up, uh, I definitely had people that just, like, kind of, like, ruled me out. Yeah. It's, like, not really going far because, like— I mean, like, when we were in high school, like, I don't know about where you went, but, like, yeah. where I went, um, when people came out as gay, it was, like, people would just, like, drop all these stats consistently, like, oh, if you're gay, then you're this less likely to get a job, and this less likely to graduate, and yeah. you won't go to college, like, what? so I was just, like, constantly feeling, like, okay, well, I have to, like, I'm going to disprove you on right. all these different stats yeah. you just gave me, you're like, like, thanks for all the challenges. Right, like, I'm going to do I'll all I'll be back this. in 10 years, and I'll be and killing then, um like my biological father was never in my life mm-hmm. so i was like you know to my young like my young younger being yeah that was it was de- it was so hard to deal with right um it was it was definitely a challenge I bet. And, uh he when he passed away that was even more of a challenge oh man um so i never got to meet him but like i met i have two step siblings and i met well half siblings yeah. excuse me and i met one of them mm-hmm. and like we're twins like we look just like each other so like when i met her i was looking at her and i'm like uh, this looks like That's I'm looking at me. Crazy. This is weird. Um, and we're so alike and we sound close? alike. Uh, kind of. We text. We text a lot. She's a Spellman right now as a freshman. So there's a little bit of an age gap. Another Atlanta thing? Yeah, she's in Atlanta. Really weird, right? I've never even heard of that college. But... Spell- you never heard of Spellman? No. It's a major HBCU. What's that? Historically black. I mean, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I know what's Malcolm X here. Yeah, is but that I don't think they're at HBC. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, it might be. Mm, I don't know, but <laughs> that's cool though. Yeah, okay, so well, maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, my younger self was just like always worried, and then like you know, you hear the stats of like, oh, well, kids that don't have their biological father in their life, they're less likely to do XYZ. So I just grew up looking at like, uh, excuse yeah. me different stats and i'm like okay like i am determined to not be a statistic what do you think it was though that that gave you that that drive because i feel like as a kid a lot of a lot of life is is you're being told you're being put in a box right and i feel like many other kids your age or at that point your age and you're with your same exact situation would have been like okay yep 
Um, Why is it just a star quality? Is it your personality? Like probably what? my personality, and then I'm hard headed. Like, yeah, I don't give a damn what What's box you give sign? me. I'm not. I'm a Virgo. Me too. I'm supposed to be a Leo, but I was born two weeks late. I could, I, I could so see us both being Virgos yeah. though. And I was born two weeks late. I was supposed to be born wow, August 14th, and I was born August 26th. Oh my god, you're right before me. I'm September 1st. Nice. What 90? What oh 95, 95. for you? Yeah, yeah I'm I was born two weeks late. Um. Wow. And I, I hate there are, like scratch marks on the womb coming out. You just loved <laughs> it in there. Yeah, I did not <laughs> want to come out. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hate being labeled before even given a chance to prove myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was like my number one drive. And even till this day, like I hate, I hate being labeled mm-hmm. something. And it's like, no, jackass. What, what like, are those labels? So like, number one thing that I that well one one of the first things that I ever ran into. Uh, was when I was in college, and my mm-hmm. mom has this friend, and she's, I don't know what the hell her sexual orientation is, but, like, she'll basically date anything. Okay. Um, literally anything. So, <laughs> anything <that laughs> I hope breathes. she doesn't hear this, yeah. but, <laughs> yeah, if you breathe, you're on the market. Yeah. Um, But she knew that I was so going men, for an internship. Women, whatever? Yeah. Okay. And she knew that I was applying for this internship that, uh, as a marketing assistant mm-hmm. at a church, but it was, like, for a nonprofit thing. It was just based out of a church. Right. And she had told me, and mind you, this is before I got it. She had told me, like, um, you know, make sure you're careful of how you act because right. if they find out you're gay, they might not want you. And when she said that, I was like, no, they're going to want me whether I'm gay or not. Like, me, who I want to sleep with doesn't determine my work ethic. Yeah, because when are you ever going to be sleeping with anyone at work? Hopefully never. Exactly, never. <laughs> That's so, so then dumb. I told her that, and then, like, two weeks later, I got the internship. Yeah, you did. And that to me was just like, it doesn't matter what I look like or who I am, like I'm going to do it. Right. And I feel like I still face some of that to this day, even as a female DJ of color, yeah. because there's right. there's plenty of gigs where I will walk in. And this just happened to me maybe two weeks ago. I was carrying some of my equipment, but there was a it was a high schooler helping me carry it. I was doing a homecoming dance. And <laughs> awesome. But was that good kid, money? It it was it was pretty good money. Like what are we talking like? Well, certain certain high schools definitely have better funding than others. So Let's like just say three hundred dollars. A little bit more than that. Like eight hundred dollars. A little bit less than that. Five hundred. Yeah, for that was just for one school though. But there was another school that I did, and I got paid way up there. Like two grand. What? Three, four, five, six. Ten grand? No, less than that. Oh. <laughs> I wish. Look, I ten thousand dollar grants are coming. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> ten thousand dollar gigs oh. are definitely coming. Yeah, but, they are. Um, well, that's so cool. Which high school is that? Lions Township. That's my I high school. I don't want to say the name just in case they listen. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you off the record. Tell me. Yeah. I'll tell you off the record. Um, but yeah, no, like <laughs> I, I was walking into the for the record. <laughs> <laughs> the second the second high school that I DJed, I was carrying some of my equipment, and the, uh, one of the students was helping me. But, I mean, he was like a senior. You know, he had like a mustache. He looked older, and he was kind of muscular, so he looked like he might have been like 18, 19, something up there. And one of the older security guards, mind you, this is an older black man, saw us walk in and saw me first, said, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm well. Looks at the kid. Mind you, the kid only had like lights and cables in his hand. He's like, oh, so you must be the DJ. And the kid was like, no. So then I told him, like, no, actually, I'm the DJ. I roll. Yuck. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, are you really? I was like, yeah, I'm the DJ. And he was like, so he was like, so you're going to play the hits, right? I'm like, that's what I'm here to do. 
But my thing is like, you automatically assume that it was him. So if he would have said yes, would you have asked him these same questions? No. Like, if he said, yes, I'm the DJ, like, would you have asked him again, like, oh, are you really the DJ? He would have been no. like, oh, cool, good luck. Right. Well, I I mean, as a as a girl in, in this particular lovely industry of radio, right. same. I mean, I'll tell, oh, God. <laughs> people kept telling, asking me here, like, people that I would work with or whatever, hosts mm-hmm. or whatever, they'd be like, so what do you do? Like, what's your other job? You're a nanny, right? You're a babysitter? And I was like, I know. I've never once told anybody that I'm a nanny or childcare provider. Like it's annoying. Why? I don't have a maternal instinct at all. Like why would you? <laughs> like I don't have that. Key yeah. Whatsoever. I'm like, it's because I'm a girl. Right. And like n- nothing against childcare providers. Like my boyfriend's mom runs a home daycare, and it's the hardest fucking right. thing. Right. My girlfriend used to do daycare. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, or, I but mean, like babysitting. But, but like why? <laughs> you it's know, a, it's annoying. So I mean, I still face that. Even to this day, and it's like, yeah, I'm I'm determined to keep going in whatever I'm doing until people Preach. see my logo or like they see my face and they know what I do, and they will never they ever question, doubt, yeah. like, oh, what do you do? Oh, can you can you really do this? Do Same. you need help? Yeah, but I mean, but the security guard definitely had to, definitely Turn the had other to. Uh, <laughs> honestly, he walked up to me after the event and he was like, you know what? To be honest, I doubted you, and you. You okay, actually well, came that's through. I'm like, like one in a million. Yeah, th- that turns out like that because you know, especially of a. Oh, yeah, God. no. I I love when it's like someone that doubts me, and then when I walk out, someone next to them stops me to congratulate me because I look at them and be like, "You dick, you doubted me. Now what? You won't say anything. Cool, uh, I'm going home. Bye." Yeah. So yeah, I definitely still face that. But my thing is just my Fuck number up. one thing has just always been to prove them wrong. Yep. And my mom taught me that. Like, I don't care what you say, I will prove you wrong. Good. Yeah. I love that about you. Thank you. That's so cool. Thank you. I'm really glad we had this conversation because I Same. feel like I know you. Like, you know, I've got a story to the face, to there the you name, go. you know, as opposed to just a face to the name. There you go. So, shit, that should be my. Uh, Put that like slogan. your tagline on your <laughs> my slogan. Yeah. Putting the story to the face and the name. Exactly. Lisa I like FM. it. That's nice. Shit. Okay. That's good. Um, closing closing uh, words statements. Uh, where can we find your stuff? You what do you want to tell baby DJs who are baby afraid DJs. To, to start? Baby DJs and babies that don't think they'll be DJs. Yeah. Um, baby, what was it? Physicists? What were you going to be? Forensic scientists. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Um, Another PH. Wait, does don't, it start with F? No. What? Oh, forensic, forensic science? Yeah. But oh. physicians don't. It starts with a P. I know. Um, I know. I just, <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> I've been like kind of dyslexic all day. I no, know you're fine. Um, never, uh, final words, never be afraid to try something new. Uh, don't and definitely don't fear failure because even a failure will turn into a success down the line. Yeah. Um, and then where you can find me at, mm-hmm. uh, all my social media is at DJ Cash Era. So it's DJ C A S H E R A. And then you can visit my website. I have mixes up there you can download and cool. stream for the free. Yes. At com. For Perfect. the free 99. Check out that sick logo and that sick Wix page. Yeah. I'm actually working on a car right now. A I'm car? building a car. Uh, I'm decorating That you're going to drive? Hmm? With that on it? Yeah. It has my logo and my phone <laughs> number and website on it. I'm putting graphics on it. It has blue under light, so it lights up blue underneath. What the fuck? Yeah. Are oh, you using that, what, $9,000 check from the homecoming dance? <laughs> no. I, it's, a, it's a slow investment because yeah. I have a second car. I, well, I have a... We have car. a car that's big. I don't have a car. Yeah, I have my it's mom a, and dad's It's a truck. Car. It's a it's a crossover. It's not big. It's, not it's like a I'm car. Driving. It yeah. Or it's but, 
it's a crossover a box but on wheels it's, a, it's yeah. a mazda but uh i bought shout the, out mazda hey shout <laughs> out to mazda i know you're listening yeah and then uh i bought a chevy hhr with white panels so it's a two-seater and then what should have been two seats in the back are taken out and it's all just like equipment. industrial oh. lay down so then I just put my equipment in there, which is super nice. I don't mess what up is my Mazda. Chevy what? Chevy HHR with panels. What year? 2008. I'm looking it up. Is it like a sports car? Chevy? No, it's like a kind of like an industrial van, but smaller. Take like an industrial van and then like zoom out oh, on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That's what oh, it looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like I'm decorating kinda the panels like and a, everything. Like a PT Cruiser. Yeah, it's, it's it was Chevy's. Or like a hearse. <laughs> Well, not a hearse. Come on. The <laughs> Ford Flex looks like a hearse. Okay. Not the Chevy HHR. But yeah, the Chevy HHR was actually like their response to the, sh- the to the Chrysler PT Cruiser. Okay. Yeah. Fun fact. My sister actually drives a Chrysler PT Cruiser. Oh my God. So you can have like a a race. <laughs> my car is cooler. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> just so have, she knows. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. Just put it out there. While my we're putting things better. out there, I want a Fiat really bad. Oh my God. <laughs> really? Yes. Fiat is come on, can you Fiat see me tooting around by, town in a little I light could. yellow? F- Fiat, Fiat is owned by Chrysler now, and I love Chrysler. Yeah, Chrysler is like the shit. I had a Chrysler 200, and then I, how have you had so many cars? How old are you? 22. Yeah, what the hell? I mean, my I've first car driven a lot of cars, but I'm on my, all my fourth, parents. fourth and fifth car right now. My first car was a 2003 Mitsubishi Galant. And my mom made me get rid of it because it didn't handle snow very well. Oh. It was like a car that should have been in like Tokyo Drift. So, like, clearly it wasn't meant for snow, right. but I was like, yeah, I dripped a little bit. Cool. You were like, it's fine. Yeah, totally. And it's then cute, I yeah. got a Jeep Compass. It was Ooh, white. What How? What year was that? Uh, 2007. How did you get these cars? I traded in. Well, when I got the Mitsubishi, it was paid off. Okay. So then when I traded it in for the Jeep, I financed it. So I started making payments to build up my credit score because of college with the loans. Okay. My mom was like thinking fast forward. Go, mom, ahead. on that one. Um, and I had the Jeep for like a year, but uh-huh. it just guzzled gas. Yeah. It had a really small gas tank. Right. So I was losing like $100 in gas every week, which was really hurting my pockets. Yeah, girl. So I went into the Chrysler dealership. And I was looking, they had Fiats at that time. And I was looking at Fiats. <gasps> I just wet my pants again. And I was like, ah, I don't want a Fiat. It's too small. It was too small. And I had my DJ equipment. Yeah, no, that's And true. I had my heart set on a Chrysler 200. Mm-hmm. And I fought with them for at least two weeks to find the car that I wanted. And I left with the Chrysler 200. What color? It was silver. It was, was a beautiful car. Rest in peace. Did you crash it? Rest in peace. Well, a year ago. Or <laughs> do we need another podcast for that story? No, no, it's a short story. Um, A year ago in December, so last year December, I parked the car on the street. Oh, I remember it well, right? A month after uh, Trump got elected. Yes. Yes. And it was maybe four days before Christmas. Oh, Somebody no. came around the corner and did a hit and run on the back of the car. Really so bad. Was, like yeah, it was. Uh, it, did it, you hear it happen? I nobody heard it. Nobody heard it happen. Uh, my oh. sister came home at like two o'clock, two or three o'clock in the morning, and woke up my mom and was like, "Hey, is Casera okay? What happened to her car?" And my mom was like, "She didn't say anything. She's been here all night. What happened?" Because I stayed in that night, and oh, my mom went outside, looked at it. It's like the and one night you wish up. she would have gone out. Right? Seriously, um, she looked at it, woke me up at like four o'clock in the morning, and she was like, "Sarah, somebody hit your car." And I went out, and as soon as I saw it, I started breaking down crying. Because that was, like, my baby. Was it snowy? There, it wasn't snowing that night. 
There was snow on the ground, but it wasn't snowing. It wasn't like the an honest accident. Wet. If yeah, it was, no. they would have left a fucking note. Right, but they hit it and then just kept going. Oh, um, that just so hurts my it heart. It broke I'm my sorry. heart. Yeah. The tail light was messed up. Bump the trunk was like lifted up a little bit. It was just oh. it looked horrible. So the car went into the shop for about a month, and I had a, a loaner. A month? Yeah, it took a while. They give you a loaner? Yeah. That's nice. Well, it was about two, three weeks, maybe, but it felt like a year. Did you get a Fiat? I <laughs> did not. Rent? It was a, I took a Nissan truck or something like that. Okay. Um, and then I got the car back, and I was just so in love. I didn't know how to act. Um, oh, no. no but more. then a month, maybe like a month later, I was driving to work, because I worked at Columbia's campus, and I was on a... Uh, Stony Island, and there was a bus turning right. <gasps> a car behind him slammed on the brakes and swerved into the left lane. Wait, wait, wait. So I was in the far right lane. Okay. And there was a school bus that was turning right at a light. Okay. The car behind him slammed on his brakes. Mind you, we're going oh, okay. like forty so you're miles per hour. Behind the car behind the bus. Behind the second car. Yeah. So the sec the car behind the bus slammed on his brakes and swerved into the next lane. There was a gold BMW behind him that slammed on his brakes and swerved to the right. And when I slammed on like my brakes, mess. I slid into the back of the BMW. Oh. But the BMW had no damage done to the car. He didn't oh. even know that I hit him. Really? He got ready to drive off, and then he looked in his rearview mirror and saw smoke coming from my car. My radiator dropped, airbags deployed, oh. windshield shattered. Oh, Car God. was ruled, That's totaled so at the scene. <gasps> How fast were you going? We were doing like maybe 40. But when I slammed oh, into the back of him, great. I was going maybe 5 or 10. Oh, okay. Because I slammed on my brakes. And you saw brake marks from both cars. Oh, shit. I mean, but like I looked at his car. He literally had two scratches. Were you like scarred by that? Like was that a scary? Uh, it was hard to drive that following week a little yeah. bit. And I and I hated riding with people that like would brake really yeah. hard. Because yeah. it definitely like would send me back into it. But... Yeah. Because I had a car, so I won't go into it now. But. It was a bad one, and then it was, like, not taken care of well by the police, you know? Mm. And so they didn't really tell me to go to the hospital or anything. Turns out gotcha. I had a concussion that I didn't Whoa. know about. But I didn't find out until, like, four months later. And whiplash. Yikes. So it was, like, horrible. And then it was, like, a two-year recovery process See, from mine, all that. See, I didn't suffer so. anything. Uh, the Chrysler kept me safe, but the car was not safe itself. Yeah. We learned from that accident that a lot of the Chryslers just weren't built strong. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the cop came on the scene, and he was like, what'd you hit? <laughs> and me and the guy showed him the car that I hit, and he was like, really? where'd you hit him at? And Damn. I'm like, I hit him in the bumper. He was like, there's no damage. So what kind car. of car was that one? He had an 03 BMW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was super cool, though. Well, that's good. Yeah. It was super cool. And, like, my insurance company went to go, like, take care of the damage because I had full coverage, and I think it and cost was... them, like, $200 because all I needed was paint. Yeah. That was way it. different than my freaking experience. <sighs> Yeah, no. But I still, I cried for like a yeah. month after I lost that car. It hurt. It becomes like your best friend because you're, you're in it all the time. The thing about the 200 was like, I feel like for me, I had like a, a dream car. Like, okay, if I can make enough money, I can afford this dream car. Which and was then what? was the Chrysler 200. Oh, it was that. And then it was like, oh, when I get famous, I want, well, now I want a Tesla. Well, fuck yeah, same. The Tesla is like Hilarious. my next goal. My boyfriend is like, that's his next car kind of thing. Like Man. he, that's what he's going to do. And I'm, I'm like, determined. yes, babe, get it. Also, can I have one? Um, but but it was t- funny because today we were at the gym, which we, I haven't seen him in a couple of days. He's been sick, whatever. Mm. But we both happened to go to the gym this morning and we we're like, hey. Hey, nice to see you. How <laughs> um, you doing? And there was a, there like big windows and then they literally got to the parking lot and out there was a Tesla. So we're both just like running toward the Tesla on <laughs> oh our treadmills. Gosh. 
Yeah. They're such beautiful cars. They are so sleek. I really hope they're at the car show. What? I hope they're at the car show. Oh, I'm sure they weren't at the car show last year. Surprisingly enough. They'll be there. I sure hope so, because I'm going to sit in one and not get up Go for a while. Go to Oakbrook Mall. They have a Tesla oh, showcase yeah. room. And I have I will show you the video of me sitting in there pretending like I'm yeah. driving. It's great. Um, okay, well, I don't know how the fuck we got on that rant. But that was like <laughs> a 15-minute talk about cars, which is the most I could. I've exceeded my monthly limit of talking about cars. Okay, so good. There now you're good for the rest of the month. I'm good, yeah. Good. Now that I don't produce on the road with Daniel anymore, I don't have to <laughs> there you go. pretend like I like NASCAR. Um Thank you again for joining Thank me. Thank you. This was great. Again, it's at DJ Cash Era. For everything. Website is DJ Cash We don't have to insult you by spelling that because it's just spelled like it sounds. Exactly. Okay. Um, and uh, we'll see you. When's your next kind of like performance that people can go to? Soho House, mm, third week of December? Or I feel like no. I have something before that. I should. I sure hope so. I'm like, come um, play at my, my Friendsgiving tomorrow night. <laughs> Friendsgiving. Uh, totally. I will it's be vegan. There. Ah, the next thing I'm DJing is an all-white birthday party on Black Friday night. Cool. I'll be there. Um, all white clothes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing not, that. I'm definitely not doing that. It's not like that. all white people. No, it's all white parts. Okay. It's clothing. Um, Just, I mean, that'd be really <laughs> fucked up. That'd be some like cotton club shit. <laughs> um, and then I DJ the Northwestern football and basketball. Yes. Games. So the next football and basketball. Both. How do those football, pay? Uh, it pays uh, fifteen an hour, and oh. I get paid monthly. So it's not, so not a lot. Yeah, good. Do, do they have the fifty or fifteen? Fifteen one five an hour. Which isn't bad, but I mean, it's, it's, it's money, less whatever. than my rate that I set when I DJ parties right. on my own. So. It's money that you wouldn't have had and that you get to exactly. do something fun. And, and I've been and with them for three repertoire. seasons now. This wow. is my third season with them, which Shit, I was yeah. very shocked they brought me back this year because they kept doing students before this. Wow. So they just really, they must love you. really like, oh yeah. Well, you're making me feel like I need to go see a play somewhere. No. Why? You see a play for it. Well, no, I mean, I need you to play me music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you said I thought you said you need to go see a play somewhere. I'm like, oh, a Where play. Are you going to see a yeah, play let's at? go to the theater. I'll be Darling. the next basketball game I'm doing is December 11th and December 14th. Okay, I've never been to a Northwestern basketball game, so maybe now's the time. Yeah, this season they're at think- Allstate Arena, so because oh. they're rebuilding their entire oh. stadium at Evanston. Cool. Yeah. Where's that? Allstate? Evanston or Allstate? That's uh, near Rosemont. Uh, oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Way up there. Yeah. yeah Way yeah, closer yeah. than Evanston, though. Yeah. Fuck. Way Talk closer. about, oh, my God. Do you still live down? Yeah, I'm still out in Creep. So, like, football game days, it's like a good two-hour drive sometimes. What do you listen to in the car? <laughs> Podcasts? This podcast, right? Oh, duh. All the time. Um, <laughs> over and over. <laughs> every time. I listen to music that I'm not going to play at the gig. Mm. And that's for every gig that I really? go to. I never listen to music on my way to the gig that's that I know like, I have to play at the gig. That's like you can't listen to a band that you're about to go see that night. That's like a rule, right? Yeah, pretty much. Huh. I do that. And I'm like, I'm true to Why? it. Why? I I just don't want to do it. Because I feel like if I, if I listen to it. Or is it like you're going to change your mind on what you want to do with it? Exactly. Yeah. Because some, sometimes like uh, my laptop. My laptop tells me like what I already played. Yeah. But if I've already heard a song before I got there, I'll tweak myself out and be like, "No, I already played that." Oh God. When really I didn't. So yeah. I just I don't I don't do it. Plus, if I listen to like 
hip hop and pop that I'm gonna play at the party, I feel like I'm not really energized by it because yeah. I really feed off of like crowd interaction. Right. So if I already partied by myself in the car, by the time I get to the actual party, I don't want to party. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. You just want to play know? some melancholy tunes. Yeah. So I play <laughs> melancholy tunes before I get there, so that we already had my relaxed time. Like what? Um, I just want to know what's on your what's on your radar right now. Mm, um, Besides Brockhampton, which will be after this. Of course recording. it will be. Um, I listen to surprisingly like a lot of Mariah Carey for whatever reason. <laughs> um, I don't know why. Okay. I mean, right now it's Christmas time. So yeah, of course true. She's taking well, that's over. why. Um, right now I listen to a lot of like 93.9. Um, but the, like, what is that now? The My the FM? My FM, because they do all the music. It's Delilah. It's all the Christmas. Is she still there? I don't know. Oh, she might be. Not. They're doing all Christmas music right now, though. So oh, I listen to fuck them a yeah. Lot. Um, but I listen to like Mace and P. Diddy and Faith Evans and uh, Christina Aguilera a little okay, bit. And then, okay. You know, Pink. Yeah. Yeah. Kesha. Uh, Kesha, Outkast, Lady Gaga. Yeah. I listen to like some mellow, some lovey dovey tunes like uh, Division. Division is like the guy right now. I don't right think now. I know. He's worked with Drake before, but like oh, his music cool. is really good. Okay. Um, after last night, drama. Drama is an amazing fucking group. They are so good. What you saw them at the Soho House? Yeah, they but they perform like a fusion of like R and B, pop, and techno. Cool. To where it's like mellow sounding, but like her voice is just so angelic. Drama. D R A M A. Yeah, but they're Hi. really good. They're from Chicago. They are. Maybe I have to get them on the show. You should. Okay. They are fucking amazing. They just sold out uh, Metro. Oh they're well, performing then at the I Metro. have to get them on the so, show. So yeah, they are. They are good. Shout out and thanks for all the like recommendations on guests and of stuff. Course, I was like, I felt bad because I kept texting you like, I need young, I need young people on my no, show. No, you're fine. And then I was like, wait, I just need to get cash on there. <laughs> She's sick. <laughs> and now you. I'm really happy that you joined me. Thank you. Let's. Uh, Thank you for the cupcake. This is beautiful. Oh, is de- beautiful. describe it to the listeners. Um, so it's has a turkey on it, and it has like a it's like purple colored frosting in the back. And then it has orange frosting and then yellow. And then it has like a little brown thingy with a turkey on it. It sounds like a turkey. Kind of imagine like. <laughs> like a nutter butter shaped. Yeah, like a nutter butter shaped thingy. It has eyes on it with a, with the like a gobbler carrot thing. looking nose yeah. and a red gobbler. And then two yellow triangles at the bottom for his feet. And it's real cute. It is cute. Imagine like uh, when you were in like elementary school and were forced to make like paper turkeys with like your hand with your hand yeah and you right. colored it's it in kind of that, but, but then the imagine cupcake. it on like a really about, good looking cupcake. we'll take a picture with the cupcake and then people will see what the yeah. hell i'm talking about because it probably sounds crazy right i'm describing the turkey <laughs> and cupcake. two little triangles that's and the two piece. little triangles um, <laughs> that is there though happy thanksgiving to you happy thanksgiving thank you so much late, for having me on because it's friday when this comes right. out happy black, black friday. friday do you yeah. go black friday shopping hell yeah i do all right come out to the spa that i work at we're doing 30 to 50 percent off of all of our products i'll be there are you guys doing like do you guys do spa services too or yes not? we do are you doing 30 50 off those too i don't know that's you a good should. question i'll ask i'll definitely be there all right <laughs> deal <Let me> know. <laughs> thank you so much thank you this is great it was really fun again dj cash era you can catch her online or in person uh at the northwestern games or you know just wander around the soho house maybe you'll see her um, or, you know, poetry events, too. Yeah, Just yeah Chicago kind of everywhere. Louder Than a Bomb is starting up in February. And you'll be doing all that. I will. Ah! I will be there. I gotta go. I keep, that's my noise today. Ah! I keep doing I like that. it, though. It's I don't a good know. Sound. It's, uh, I'm just trying out my new tagline. <laughs> new tagline. Lisa <laughs> FM. Ah! <laughs> Wait, what did we say the tagline was earlier? Putting the, the, f- face the story to the, to the face to the name. There you go. <laughs>
All right, so thank you so much. This is Lisa FM, putting the story to the face to the name. <laughs> I don't know if I like it, but we'll keep it for now. <laughs> Thanks. I need me a love that's gonna make my heart stop now. And what I need is simple. Five foot five with dimples. Potential wife credentials. Know about the life I'm into. Life I've been through. And how I had a trifle mental. So ride with me. G4, fly with me. Times get hard, cry with me. Die with me. White beach sands, lie with me. My advice is forget the limelight. Let's make love while we listen to Frank White. So tight, now I understand. Right? Yeah, take that. Come on.